Welcome to Campus Tales, a podcast series brought to you by the ISB admissions team. Get ready to immerse yourself in the captivating world of the Indian School of Business through the voices of our current PGP students. Campus Tales is the podcast series to gain insights into life at ISB, where dreams turn into realities and futures are shaped. Discover a treasure trove of inspiring stories, unique experiences, and valuable advice from our diverse student body. Hello everyone, this is Amit Tyagi, Associate Director for Admissions at Indian School of Business, and I am your host for the Campus Tales episode today. I've played table tennis for over 15 years, and I was in the Indian team for three to four years and captained the Indian team for a year or so. People management is one of the key learnings. Honestly, I there's so much to improve, there's so much to work on, and I think that has changed. That's Sabhya Vidmani for you. This is a multifaceted personality, a former table tennis player, and a captain of Indian under-18 table tennis team, a graduate of SRCC, and a startup founder. Sabhya, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks a lot for the lovely introduction. Looking forward to chatting with you. Sure. Sabhya, let's start by understanding your uh, background pre-ISB. Can you tell us briefly about your work experience prior to ISB and uh, other activities which you are part of? Sure. So I graduated back in 2017 from SRCC, post which I was working with an edtech venture for around 7-8 months. I started with sales then shifted to marketing. Post that, I was working with an NGO for specially able children and that motivated me to start something of my own. So I had my own venture, we were making baby mobility products primarily. I was in that venture, I was operating that for over four years, post which I was working with an FMCG startup as a brand consultant. Apart from that, I played table tennis for over 15 years and I was in the Indian team for three to four years and captained the Indian team for a year or so. Oh, interesting. So when did you start your table tennis journey? When did you start playing and what motivated you to play at this level? Uh, so I started playing when I was six or seven. I started off as a hobby, but then one thing led to another. I think I was pretty good at it. So, so yeah, that's how that's primarily it. It just one thing led to another. I wanted to play states. Then I got into the state team. Then I got into the Indian team and then I ended up meeting some interesting people. I got a nice coach who again helped me, pushed me, pushed my boundaries. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So tell us something about uh, your uh, matches, which you played some key matches, key moments on my table tennis career. Something which stands out, you know, which you remember as your key highlights. So one of the best tournaments, one of the one of my fondest memories would be from 2011, I think. I had a major back injury. I was 17th in India. And then in the second round, I was what? I was losing. I was losing badly. I was losing badly. Then I had to take a Wobron painkiller. I was going to concede the next match, but I thought that I might as well play because I was, I was playing against India number one. And there was no hope of winning. Even in my best shape, even in my best form, I wasn't going to win. But then I somehow ended up winning from him. Then I ended up beating India number three. Then I ended up beating India number seven. And I ended up winning the tournament. I'd booked my flight, my return flight for five. My final was at two. I won that match. I was 17th in India. So from 17th, the shift was from 17th to third. I got the chance to represent India in the World Championship post that. 
and the back pain just went away the injury just went away and that particular tournament changed my life or rather table tennis my perspective or how i viewed table tennis wow that's in, that's inspiring i mean uh, that's some dedication to the sport yeah. so uh, after the uh, sport after uh, you know uh, decided to move on from table tennis you uh, were part of a startup so what made you uh, you know uh, take this particular route rather than you know taking up a job or uh polishing your skill sets so why a startup why a founder so again this ngo that i was working with it was a it was a school for specially able children and i wanted to work towards handicap mobility because until then i took uh, i took physical progress or physical f- fitness for granted because i was a sports person and then looking at people who were disabled it kind of Uh, i it it motivated me it moved me and that's what pushed me to work towards handicap mobility but then i got in touch with someone from my professional network who was a distributor in the baby care industry so we thought that we'll start with baby mobility and then maybe pivot into handicap mobility later because the structural side of things is somewhat similar we couldn't sadly we couldn't because of how chaotic it was but that was the whole idea and we were selling these products in the rural parts of india to create that impact to provide them with the resources that they don't have so basically it's a it was a passion which you converted into a business idea and then to a, a startup yeah you could say that right. so i'm sure it must have been a learning journey and what kind of learnings do you bring from that particular experience of 4 5 years uh, right to isb and where does isb come to come in the picture after uh, those 4 years of entrepreneurship so learnings i mean people management is one of the key learnings honestly i primarily i think majority or 80 to 90% of the workforce were blue collared workers mm-hmm. and coming from let's say an srcc and then working with an edtech or whatever the corporate uh, gimmick or the system that we are mm-hmm. in we don't deal with blue collared workers as mm-hmm. much we don't pay a lot of attention to our emotional intelligence the emotional quotient that is necessary to deal with people from different walks of life so i i mean yeah you gain some technical skills as well but i'd give people management the i think that was my key takeaway it helped me understand people in the best way possible it helped me deal with people in in the most diverse or rather different ways i couldn't have thought of before joining the startup or before starting my own venture mm-hmm. so yeah that would be the key i feel great fantastic so uh, when you started preparing for uh, isb uh, that was when you were working as a marketing uh, consultant Uh, I again so I started yeah. prepping while I was doing my venture I mm. started prep- prepping for GMAT while I was in this venture when I realized that maybe I do need I do lack the skill set to scale the business mm. uh, it wasn't very hard to make it profitable but scaling was a whole different game and I thought that maybe I'm lacked that skill set which is when I started prepping for GMAT mm. which is yeah which is when I thought that maybe an MBA will help me bridge that gap So why did you choose ISB uh, to do your MBA from? So one would be the location. Mm-hmm. Uh, India is the country to be in mm-hmm. at this point of time. Mm-hmm. The growth, the opportunities are massive. Mm-hmm. One is that two, my family lives here. I want to live in India mm-hmm. in the long run. Mm-hmm. And three, the ROI as well. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's one of the 
best colleges in the country and it's comparable with M7s for that matter. Mm. The faculty is such people from Kellogg are coming in to teach mm. us. People are coming from great colleges to teach us. So it was a no-brainer to be honest. Right. So one thing a lot of students uh, talk about, a lot of alums talk about ISB is the diversity which we have uh, at uh, ISB. We have people from different uh, you know, uh, backgrounds, different walks of life. So what has your experience been of, you know, part of being a diverse cohort? How do you think it, it has helped you in terms of your learnings in classroom or outside the classrooms so far? Honestly, people bring in different perspectives. There are engineers who look at marketing in a very different way. And then there are people who come from, let's say, I have a commerce background. So mm. I look at marketing in a very different way. And then there are influencers on campus who again mm. look at... So that's what, since marketing is a very subjective mm. thing, everyone looks at it very differently. So mm. the cohort, every single person in class brings in a different mm. perspective. You get to learn so much from everyone. People, um, the average age, while well, the average age is what, 27, 28, mm. you... You're in teams with 23-year-olds, you're in teams with 35-year-olds, you're in teams with 27-year-olds, different ages, people from different backgrounds, so such different, you, I mean, you gain a lot of perspective, I'd say, both professionally and personally, because outside of class, you end up spending most of your time with these folks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty good. So, I've heard there's a, there's a concept called study groups at uh, ISB, right? Yes. Where when you come in, they put you across diverse uh, in a diverse group and you learn from each other so what is your study group like who are the people in your study group and how have they helped you so far in terms of the learning journey ah so i got a new study group very recently you change study groups after every two terms i mm. think so i talked about my previous mm. sd it was honestly we had one engineer one came from an ops background, one came from a research background, one came from an automobile industry. So again, you have such constructive conversations for every single project there is. I mean, some you win some, you lose some, but uh, it's that's what the conversations are so productive. You end up spending most of your time with your SD because the deadlines, the submissions are such in the second term, I think the submissions are more than the number of days. Mm -hmm. So you have to spend time with them. You have no other option but to mm -hmm. spend time with them. And then you gain so much because, let's say for DMOB, DMOB is mm -hmm. one of the subjects that we had. Mm -hmm. We had an ops person who mm -hmm. knew everything mm -hmm. in and out about DMOB. Mm -hmm. So his perspective was something that benefited everyone. Mm -hmm. Then we had marketing assignments where I could help others or engineers for that matter. Then we had people from an engineering background, which is where, I mean, yeah, that's what such constructive conversations, it, it does add a lot of value right. for sure. I've heard about, I mean, we're talking about DMOB. So I've heard a lot about this course at ISB. It's one of the most difficult ones for people coming in, uh, uh, especially, for, I think, engineers. So uh, can you tell our uh, audience a bit more about what DMOB is all about, and starting with the full form and then what do they teach you in this particular course? And who was the faculty who taught, who taught you? So it's optimization primarily. Mm -hmm. And it's okay for engineers, for commerce grads, okay. it's the worst. But uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's a good one. So it's about optimization. Mm -hmm. You form equations and then you mm -hmm. optimize. You choose the best possible mm -hmm. outcome. You mm -hmm. put up constraints as well. It's a very, honestly, it's one of my favorite courses mm -hmm. here at ISB. 
but uh, it's difficult it's the hardest one honestly my marks if you look at my marks you will tell me to not to to whatever reconsider my favorite subject but it still it still remains to be the favorite and the faculty as well so we got uh, professor achal basambhu mm. from kellogg teaching here mm. at isb and it was honestly it was phenomenal the kind of effort he put in we he had what five official sessions and five then five review sessions office hours right before the exam he taught us at 2 am mm. before the exam he was there in his office at 2 am and mm. that's the kind of commitment that is required mm. or rather the faculty as well the faculty knows that it's a difficult one people are struggling with mm. demop and i think yeah top notch everything was on point starting from faculty the course the course outline mm. and uh, the subject as well he it's a new language and that's how he taught so mm. yeah so coming in with significant work experience uh, before joining isb did you find it difficult uh, to uh, ease into the rigors of academics or how was it i mean how was how was the journey like in the initial few uh, weeks so i did study for gmat a mm. while back mm. so honestly that helped but at the same time it definitely is uh, difficult honestly getting back into studying is it doesn't come as naturally as it used to so it takes some time mm-hmm. but at the same time it it gets better you see people around you getting grilled at the same time <laughs> <laughs> people your age people older than you so there is that but it's fun it's right. fun that's so all like let's talk it. about the fun aspects of isb so what are the other activities you're part of at uh, isb apart from academics So rec center for sure is my favorite sport in ISB. I spend a lot of time playing sports, squash. I really like squash. I've been playing squash for over 2 to 3 years now. I play squash almost every day here. We have started this uh, initiative called the Expression Circle which is again uh, another uh, great uh, thing about ISB. It gives you that space to in a way to start to take initiatives because it's our own thing it's mm. a one year program the gsb president is i this in our batch mm. so f- there is full autonomy to start and do whatever you want so this expression circle that's what we started that then uh, apart from that yeah, there are a lot of parties happening as well <laughs> right so uh, you are able to follow uh, table tennis here at isb Yes, yes, yes. I've been, uh, I've been playing. I've, I took a couple of P two P sessions as well. Great. So, yeah. So you've been it's teaching as well as playing table it. tennis to the students. Yeah, yeah, it's more or less yes. Sure. So let's talk about uh, you know a lot of our uh, listeners on this particular show are prospects uh, who are going to apply to PGP this this year. What will be your advice to them who are right now at the stage which you were last uh, year around this time? how should i go about the application any tips for them uh, for the gmat for the application honestly the mba process is uh, taxing for sure it's it's a cumbersome it's a long process so uh, people end up spending a lot of time on their gmat or on improving their um, grades you can't do much but on their gmat but there's much more there's much more that you can do so i'd recommend people to spend time on their application mm-hmm. because it's isp or other b schools as well it's they follow a very holistic approach mm-hmm. they look at a gazillion other things absolutely so i think it would be best if uh, people 
are more cognizant of that and then work towards creating a more holistic profile rather than getting let's say a 790 mm-hmm. on a gmat right so, yeah. okay uh, let's have some rapid fire questions for you now sure <laughs> summer or winter uh winters winters for sure top 3 reasons for choosing isb diversity is one mm-hmm. location is another mm-hmm. and the rigor and the rigor okay one change that you see yourself after joining isb i know it's been 4 months but any one change which you see in yourself i've been very vocal about my weaknesses and that has helped me tremendously because it there's it just gives you there's so much to improve there's so much to work on and i think that has changed okay. what is the craziest thing that you've done so far after joining isb started expression circle started yeah, you talked about it yeah. and your favorite hangout spot on campus uh the rec center yeah we talked about that as well so thank you sabya thank you for being part of this uh, podcast i'm sure the listeners today have taken a lot of insights from uh, this conversation and will help help them in uh, uh, preparing for their isb journey as well thank thanks you. a lot it was really nice chatting with you thank sure. you so much for having me here